rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. a.m. Damn, we're getting started a little bit early and it's been this thing today. Uh, yes, good morning. It's 7.40 a.m. And it is June 26, 2020. And it's Friday. And it's a very rainy Friday uh, out there today. Coming into the studio got completely drenched. But it's not such a bad thing because I was able to get that which makes my heart happy. Treadwell Coffee. Uh, yeah, you know, located at 14 West Downer, shout out to Treadwell, shout out to Lynette, Dahlia, you know, the whole, the whole squad and all that, Olivia, Jenna, all y'all, shout out, Chad, what up, baby? Uh, so we got some things to go over with you today, let you guys know what's going on for today and what's coming up for our weekend here, and then we are also going to talk to, uh, our co-host Sal and check in on our Friday selves. Uh, shout out to our engineer behind the boards, NTE, a.k.a. Nico Mode. Uh, he's doing his thing up in here. Uh, NTE has an appointment today. That's why we're doing this really early and hollering at y'all on the early tip. So um, it is, uh, so besides it being extremely uh, wet and rainy outside, which is like, what the hell, we are going to let you guys know what's going on with the weather for the weekend. So it appears it'll be raining all day today and all day tomorrow. Uh, the high today is supposed to be 89 degrees, and then tomorrow is supposed to be 85 degrees. And Sunday will be 88 and cloudy. Uh, so yeah, it looks like, oh, and it's going to rain on Monday. There's no there's no rain um, for uh, Sunday, but you never know. That could change, y'all. That could change. Uh, so this weekend, we've got a lot of good stuff. Actually, we're going to jump on with uh, Sal at 8 o'clock a.m. That's what we're going to do. Um, so a lot of stuff to talk about. First things first, today is the culinary demo with Chef Jasper Juarez of Mang Cook, and that is for Foodie Friday. Uh, that's going to be Aurora Public Art Online from 1 to 1.30 p.m. Um, so yeah, you can definitely uh, check that out, Aurora Public Art online all right and then tomorrow is the farmers market the aurora farmers market will be from 8 a.m till noon at water street square which is 13 water street um and that's in downtown aurora now water street square 
is the um so that's Ben 10. It's that parking lot that's right there, right before Broadway. So it's in between Benton and Downer. Uh, that parking lot back there. There was like a there was like a Mexican festival with music over there one day too. They had like trucks set up and all that. Uh, but yeah, that's what Water Street Square is. Alright, and then we got the Warehouse 55 tag sale. That's also on Saturday the 27th. And that is from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Warehouse 55 is at 55 South Lake Street here in downtown Aurora. Also is the Wickwood House deck sale. And that's on Saturday as well from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Wickwood House is at 14 West Downer Place. It is right next door to Treadwell Coffee. And on the opposite side, the, excuse me, the opposite side of Wickwood House is All Spoked Up Bike Shop. Live music on the deck. That is also the 27th, uh, Saturday, from noon till 2 p.m. at Treadwell Coffee. And we will have our cool friend Mirabelle Skipworth playing there. So, uh, you know, be sure to uh, check that out. Live music on the deck. It'll be streaming live via Facebook. Uh, and that's Mirabelle Skipworth Music. And then there is the artist meet and greet. Um, now, the artist meet and greet... Give me a moment, because I think it was my boy. Who the hell was it? That's the artist. Oh, oh, Gary Brown Art, from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. Meet and greet at the Gary Brown Art Gallery, which is at 7 South Broadway. COVID-19 guidelines will be respected. From 1 p.m. to 6, meet our featured artist, Devin, and explore 35 art creations on display and more. From 1 to 3 p.m., meet our spe other special guest, author Sarah Summer, as she shares her newly released book, Animals in the Office, with illustrations by Devin. And 2 to 4 p.m., enjoy live acoustic guitar vocalist performance by Peter Cholowinski. I'm sorry if I messed your name up, Pete. But yeah, that's what's popping. And then um, I also told you guys that uh, the classic movie Monday looks like it may be returning for the Monday coming up, which will be the 29th. The movie is Hairspray. Uh, and then there's also live online at the venue on that particular day as well. So we are now on today on Friday. This is phase four of reopenings for the state of Illinois. Um, now what's going to be open there is uh, still a lot of guidelines and restrictions and things like that. But you know what? Before we get into a really great article about 25% capacity in uh, restaurants reopening, let me take one more shout out in time to let you guys know about, uh, I almost forgot, Ambest Post 103, Saturday the 27th, so, so tomorrow, Rib Night Part 2. For 15 bucks, you get a half, rib, excuse me, a half rack of ribs, baked beans and coleslaw, and all the proceeds go to benefit local area veterans. It looks like it's going to rain a lot tomorrow, so still pre-order, still have a good time, still go out there and support um, the AMVETS post and the veterans, but you might have to sit inside. Salty, I know. Um, but yeah, so please support that. It's a very, very, very good thing that's coming up. All right, next week we have a good amount of of stuff for you guys. We've got a lot of kick butt interviews coming up next week. I mean, well, watch out. We've got. Ooh, I don't even want to give y'all. Ooh, I don't even want to tell y'all. Y'all don't even want to tell you. But you know, I kind of just want to let you guys like see for yourself. I think I'll do that. I think we'll just like let y'all peep. 
Um, but I will say this, Monday is kicking it off strong. We got a, uh, a woman in business coming in to talk to us. Actually, you know what? Monday and Tuesday, we got two um, smart, educated businesswomen coming on to the show to talk to us about their lives, what they do, and let us know about their businesses. All right. So before we get into a little bit more of uh, our COVID-19, excuse me, our phase four reopenings, we're going to do the COVID-19 totals at the moment, get those out of the way for us. So cdc.gov is where we get our information from. As we know, the United States is still in the middle of a pandemic, which is very serious. We at Good Morning Aurora take it serious as well. And each day we present to you the updated COVID-19 totals for the United States of America. At the moment, there are 2,374,220, excuse me, 282 total cases of COVID-19 in the United States with a total death count of 121,809. That's an increase of 37,667 new cases uh, compared to yesterday's data, data with an increase of 692 deaths compared to yesterday's data. On the cdc.gov, you can find all of this information broken down by state, entering your state, uh, cases and death by county, new cases by day, cases by age, cases by race and ethnicity. As we know, um, COVID-19 has been disproportionately affecting African Americans and Latino Americans as well. So now that we have reached Friday and we are here uh, in regards to our phased for reopening, um, there is an excellent article by uh, Tribune writer Phil Vettel, or Phil Vettel. Uh, Chicago restaurants can reopen at 25% capacity Friday, but will they? Here's what we found when we asked. This is a uh, little bit of a lengthy article, so we'll just read a bit of it. The time is now 7.49 a.m. Chicago restaurateurs can open their doors to indoor dining on Friday, but not everyone plans to participate. Relaxed rules in phase four of the coronavirus reopening plan will permit restaurants to operate indoors at 25% capacity up to a maximum of 50 guests. That's a bonus, albeit a minor one for a lot of places, but not nearly enough for others. At Elizabeth Restaurant, for example, owner Ileana Regan is sticking to take out only. Quote, if you've been here, you know how tiny we are. We only seat 25 people, end quote, Regan said in an email to customers. Quote, so running at 25% capacity is not economically viable for us. More importantly, though, we don't feel it's safe for us to reopen for indoor service. We feel that the risk to our staff and guests is far too great to resume service right now, end quote. Similarly, Scott Warsham, who with Sari Zernich Warsham owns Bar, Biscay, and MFK restaurants, is in no hurry to open his dining rooms. We are waiting it out because it's just not safe enough for our employees. You saw what happened at Longman and Eagle this week. Longman and Eagle abruptly ended outdoor dining service after one employee tested positive for, for COVID-19. For us to open at such low numbers, then to have to close again for two weeks would be a death blow for us. Sean Cunin of Mod Pizza and Foxes on Wolf is taking a wait-and-see approach. Going to wait a couple of weeks, he said in a text message. Having to close two to three days from a contact trace who ate inside is too much of a financial risk, in my personal opinion. Better to stay the course than be open. Karim Patel is holding off for a different reason. Both our locations, Tikawala and Nonsense, are in the loop. We're waiting until downtown companies get back up and running, maybe towards the end of July. Wow. So it appears that opening at 25% capacity for a lot of restaurants, while it will 
help or provide a small amount of help, um, the consumer confidence just really is not there for a lot of people to come on back and uh, resume life as it once was. It doesn't look like there will be life as it once was, you know? So I think that that's something that we have to uh, keep in mind. And for those with restaurants, um, you know, we've, we've reached out to some of the restaurant owners here in town, and they are following guidelines as well and understanding of what's going on in our country. So it is, it is sad, but, you know, it's better safe than sorry, and health is more important than money. Uh, saw another very good article that was in regards to, oh, wait a minute, hold on, I have to tell you guys. Um, I'm sorry. The Change Reform Initiative with the City of Aurora. So, policy review and recommendation settings. Given the um, social unrest, we'll call it, that we had here in Aurora and uh, all the problems with the police, the City of Aurora has invited or started to invite residents to discuss police policies during a, ser a series of community-wide meetings next month. So this is from the City of Aurora's Facebook page. The city opened registration this week for hundreds of residents to review police use of force and training policies, discuss with officials, and suggest changes. The 10 review and recommendation sessions are part of this, the first phase of the city's four-point change reform initiative aimed at strengthening police and community relations through multiple collaborative actions, including the first two points in reviewing use of force and training policies. The other two points of the initiative call for the city to conduct an audit on body cameras for police officers and research the implementation of a civilian review board, both of which are currently in progress. Quote, this is the only this is only the first phase of the change reform initiative, end quote, said Mayor Irvin. Quote, Chief Zeman, Deputy Chief Cross, and other and our teams are more than ready to move forward with our residents. Change won't happen overnight. We are, we are, but we are all committed to listening, sharing, and learning throughout this process and into the future, end quote. Held at Aurora City Hall, 44 East Downer Place, each two-hour session can accommodate up to 30 residents, along with police, city, and elected officials. The city is also seeking additional moderators for the sessions. Registration is open at www.auroratacil.org change. Change is an acronym for Community Helping Aurora's Necessary Growth and Empowerment. Nice. Uh, participate in a session to review police use of force, participate in a session to review police training policies, and be a session moderator. All right. Also, time is now 7.53 a.m. Also, Monday the 29th at Phillips Park, the city is also doing the pop-up food pantry once again. That is going to be um, free groceries, and there are a lot of people involved in this effort. So shout out to the Northern Illinois Food Bank, the city of Aurora, the Quad County Urban League, Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry, and War 3 Alderman Ted Messiacos. Um, meat, fruit, vegetables, milk, and more. Back for round two, continuing to work together and meet the growing needs of the community amid COVID-19. Last month's event was fantastic, and the city is looking forward to another amazing day with a bigger selection of free groceries and the ability to serve more families. From 9 to 11.30 a.m., Monday, June 29, 2020, at Phillips Park, 1000 Ray Moses Drive. Enter on Smith Boulevard and 5th Avenue. No ID necessary, no questions. Simply drive through, pick up food for your family. Information in Spanish is available at City of Aurora and Espanol. Autonite. All right. Oh, there's also a volunteer opportunity for youth. So to volunteer, if you're a uh, youth or you know youth that will be in interested in this, there's the volunteer opportunity for youth, you have to register at www.auroratacil.org slash 
service. Spots are limited. Sign up today. Masks and gloves will be provided. All right. Illinois schools will return in-person learning in the fall. Local schools will announce specific reopening plans. Today, Governor Pritzker, or excuse me, uh, Governor Pritzker announced all schools in Illinois from preschool through college will reopen this fall for in-person instruction under guidelines set by the state. He was joined by leaders of the Illinois State Board of Education, Illinois Association of School Boards, Illinois Board of Higher Education, and Illinois Community College Board. The guidelines apply to all P-12 through schools, community colleges, and higher education institutions. Local schools will make their own reopening plans based on guidance from local health departments and determine how to implement the guidance based on its unique student enrollment, school facilities, staffing, transportation, and technological capacity. Face coverings, social distancing, limited size gatherings in one place, and more frequent cleaning and disinfecting are key parts of the requirement of all Illinois Department, excuse me, of Illinois Department of Public Health for schools to reopen. The time is now 7.56 a.m. and you are listening to Good Morning Aurora. Uh, the city also came out with guidance on watering your lawn. That was cool. I thought it was kind of like, you know, I don't know. Watering your lawn this summer? Residents are reminded that of the city's year-round water conservation ordinance. The city of Aurora permits lawn watering from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., and again from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the following schedule. Residents with an odd last digit in their street address are permitted to water lawns on odd calendar days. Residents with an even last digit on, in their street address are permitted to water lawns on even calendar days. No lawn watering is allowed on July 31st and August 31st. Thank you for helping to protect and preserve our most, our most precious resource. Wow. Lawn watering times. No lawn watering is allowed on July 31st and August 31st. A schedule for watering your lawn. That's crazy. But hey, water's important, right? You got to do what you got to do. All right. So the time is now 7.56 a.m. We're going to take a short break and we will be back with our interview and more news on Good Morning Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 8 o'clock a.m. It is Friday, June 26th. So we'll be talking to our comrade and brethren, um, Sal, here momentarily. But I wanted to share with you guys something about the Aurora Public Library. Very big news. The Aurora Public Library becomes its own district next week. Um, if you guys knew that, that's going to be a very big thing. Uh, so here's what that entails. And this is the Aurora Public Library uh, this is an article from the Beacon News by Steve Lord. 
Um, so there's two big dates looming for the Aurora Public Library. On July 1st, the library officially becomes the Aurora Public Library District. And on July 13th, the library looks to reopen its three facilities on a limited basis. When the library becomes its own governmental unit on July 1st, it will be the largest library in state history to convert from being a city library to a library district. And library officials know that this week the timing could be a first too. Quote, I can't believe that many libraries have converted during a pandemic, so library board member Joe Philippic. Library board president Andrew Smith called it a, quote, truly momentous occasion. This is a massive thing that we accomplished, he told other board members during an online meeting this week. I think other libraries are going to look at what we did to get to this point. The accomplishment might have been momentous even without a pandemic hanging over library officials' heads. But the pandemic did give some officials something else major to deal with right in the middle of the conversation and actually delayed the official move, the seeds of which were planted a little more than a year ago. The impetus to convert, a library, to convert to a library district grew out of the desire of some Aurora residents and politicians to make the library board an elected one rather than an appointed one. After several years of the library dealing with service and personal cutbacks, personnel cutbacks, excuse me, a controversy surrounding the potential closing of several library facilities and several admonishments from the Illinois Attorney General's Office for possible Open Meetings Act violations, some people saw an elected board as being more accountable than an appointed one. Very interesting. Deep. Oh my God, that's deep. Nice. Um... The library has been a city library with boundaries the same as the Aurora city limits. The seven-member board was appointed by the mayor with advice and consent from the city council. The library has always had its own tax levy, and the board develops its own budget. But both the budget, excuse me, both the levy and budget were subject to approval by the city council. With people discussing the need for an elected library board, library officials said it would be better to convert to a library district. The conversion means the board will be elected and the library will become its own taxing district. Library officials have hailed the change as giving the library a chance to control its own future better. Wow, that's really big. That's very big indeed. All right, so the time is now 8.04 a.m., and we're going to check in with our friend Sal. Sal, how you doing? I'm doing good. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are we feeling today? Are things all right? Yeah, we're feeling good. We're feeling good. We're just uh, getting out of the... Getting out of the house, getting the kids set, getting everybody set, you know? Word How are up. you this morning? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I got I got rained on and all that, going to get my coffee and, and that, but I'm good, my man. I'm doing well today. That's good. That's good. I, uh, I appreciated our talk yesterday. It was nice to, you know, just uh, talk about Christopher Columbus and, you know, the Italian heritage. It was, uh, I really enjoyed that. What was the biggest takeaway from that conversation for you? Well, it was just a, kind of always a remembrance of where you come from, you know, where you, you kind of can easily get caught up in, you know, you know, newness and family and stuff like that. Like, just that remembrance of, like, you know, it, it, it kept, I don't know, maybe it was a way to get closer to my ancestors or one, you know, people I haven't met in my life that, you know, died shortly before I was born and, you know, it, it made me yesterday and even this morning a little more in touch with like my uh, my ancestors. I, I felt I felt more connected. Hmm. 
Interesting. That's good to know, man. That's good to know. I'm glad you uh I'm glad you got something out of that conversation yesterday. That conversation actually had been kind of in the mix for a little bit because um a friend of mine I know, um, since this whole statue was going on and since my first diatribe about those statues, he has been like literally hitting me like consistently and chopping it up with me, like, well, hold on, man, you know, like, what about this, what about that, like, really belaboring the points in a good way, um, and that kind of, like, after the conversations I had, I mean, I still don't have any, like, reverence for the figures, but I did have to back off of my statement and look at things through somebody else's eyes, you know, Yeah. like, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not the, I'm not the, I'm not the, uh, I'm not the end-all authority, what those people stood for could be something different in somebody else's eyes well and yeah and that's i think you know what we all can take away from this if it's gonna if this whole thing is gonna have a peaceful result and not you know and not lead to some other you know some other things that could happen um that we're hoping don't but you know hopefully because there is no answer there's quite unrest, and you know, I got I, I, I compliment you all the time on your ability to kind of like put anger aside and, and think rationally, and I think that's rare, you know, to, for human beings to be able to do that, which is why I enjoy our conversation so much. Yeah. But it's um, you know, there's there's a lot that's tied. I mean, just think of these last since March, right? Just think of what's happened since March. I mean, it's like oh my god, like more has happened since March than in like the last three years. Right. Yeah, March has been like a year in, on it in its own, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Feels like that was a year ago. Yep. Um, but I I try to uh the thing about doing a podcast is or you know, this is kind of just a, a outlet of the talks that we have all the time, but this has spurred a lot more discussions too that I'm really happy about. And I don't think that we would be having these conversations if it wasn't for this forum sometimes because um, there was a, I had a friend yesterday. Oh, did I tell you about uh, did I tell you about the group and what they left on our the comment? No, I didn't. All right, so there's a group called Chicago GDC on Instagram. Um, they appear they appear to be here. I'll read their bio to you. Now, they appear to be like, you know, cool. I mean, they don't like brown kids in cages. George Floyd was a crime. Yes, you know, they're they're like in sync. And we were following these people. Hold on, let me read it for you. So Chicago GDC, a gay-ass blend of mass anti-fascist and anti-carceral unionism and careful commitment to community. So... Great. You know, that's, yeah, that's it. Right. Word up. Now, look, check this out, though. On the sheriff's Instagram post, they they, they wrote, fuck 12. You know, a, a comment. Right, right, right. So, it was like 7.45 in the morning, and I saw that. And, like, I immediately just, I, I, I replied back to him. I said, look, do not leave tough, tough talking comments like this type of shit on our page. Like, yeah. don't do that. Either send us a if you like if you don't if you're not feeling it or whatever, send us a direct message. Maybe we'll get y'all on the show. 
You feel right. me? Like, I, you can get an interview. I was like, but please yep. do not leave comments like this on our page. We have youth and, like, kids that we're trying to, like, show up a new path and all that. So, like, we don't need comments like that. Um, and that was 7.45 a.m. And I also wrote on there, like, you know, the comment will get deleted at 9 a.m. And I deleted it at 9 a.m. But they came now, back and... Did you listen to the interview or did you just see that we were talking to a policeman? I doubt they listened. Trending. Yeah. Right. I doubt they listened to the interview. I doubt that. And what what also got me, and this was where my mind never went before, what infuriated me the most about it was when I saw that, you look at the picture, we were here with the sheriff. It was a great interview. Like, yeah. I don't want the sheriff's daughters or his wife or his family or whoever to look at that and, and they see fuck 12 underneath the picture of their dad. Like, that's not cool. You yeah, feel me? Like I'm a parent. Like that's not cool. Like, that yeah. would that would irk the shit out of me. Like some, you know, fuck your mom. Like that's terrible. I know. That's whack. So. Well, plus, good. It's not even a real thing. It's from like a show. Yeah. What? You're it's right. Like, that's the part that's aggravating to me. Like, all right, be original, but like it's a show. <laughs> like it's a TV right. show. You know what I mean? Like that's the aggravating part because that's just it's like the, the the basis like kind of behind it of like. Okay, well, you are one of the most, you know, I'm not saying them, I don't know them, but I'm saying in general, I think when people do that, like, then, then fine, then, then we'll just change the channel, and then you're going to be all gung-ho on whatever's on that other channel. Like, you're not looking at the situation, you're not looking at the fact that, you know, you, you have two dudes talking to the head dude that, you know, are, are doing what whatever Fuck 12 personifies of, like, okay, fuck the police, or whatever the case is, and yo, there has been so, so, there is so, so, so much, right, that needs to be reformed, like, I mean, the militarization of the police has been happening for a very long time, you know, and, and all of these, you know, we're seeing the ramifications of the, you know, of the kind of Clinton presidency, you know, with these crime bills that they came out with, and Biden, and all these guys that were just like, oh, these people, and, you know, they, they, these people have no remorse, they have no empathy, they need to be off the streets forever. Well, look what's happening right now as a result of that mindset. Like, that's not the correct mindset. Right. You know, and then, then people go and then they just want to, like, cause it. You want to cause the civil unrest? Like, okay. <laughs> you know, like, okay, you're not, we're not getting to the utopia that you want that way. Right. Uh, yeah. But, not you know, not adding nothing to the discussion, but cuss words. hits us in the field because we know what our intentions are but you never know there might be one person in that group that actually listens to what we have to say or one person actually you know listens to what we have to say and then maybe their heart gets softened and realize oh no they're not like for the police or for that it's okay for you know uh, police to kill a member of any race you know but then to not look at the systemic put things in there but also it's like hey Okay, or we sit on, or we fight each other, we kill each other, we put chaos in the streets, we get, you know, and so it's just, hopefully, hopefully, one of them will, will actually listen to the interview. Right. Yeah, I'm going to bring them on. If we're working out, I'm, I'm in contact with them and still talking to them in the DMs. I'm going to work out a date with them. Right. And when they come on the show, right. if I get them on the show, I'm not going to break their balls and bring up the whole no. thing. No, I ain't going to do that. I'm going to just let them get there, like you know, the talk sheriff. what they want to talk about. That's right. You know, 
that just the sheriff because that's the only way it'll be understanding because like you know there's people right now that would see like okay uh support the police and no matter who that person is where they come from you know what their background is what their specific thing is is are going to be against them then there's people who are going to see anti-fascism and they're going to take antifa and they're going to own they're they're not going to listen to that person so it's like all right the same seats the same conversations the same podcast you're going to hear from the head cop and now you're going to hear from some anti-fascists that you know apparently you know follow tv pretty closely right yeah shit is wild man shit is absolutely crazy the time is now 8 14 a.m so um our our friday selves what's happening i tell you you know it's um some days, it's some weeks, it's just, like, super easy to just, you know, like, have have great things and just, like, yeah, I rocked this week out, da 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 But we all have those weeks where it's, like, you're feeling super good and then boom, obstacle, boom, obstacle, right. boom, obstacle. So, you know, and then with so many coping skills kind of taken away, like, you know, just, like, going out to dinner, you know, which is starting to open up and, like, um, going to the gym and things like that. So... I think my Friday self is thankful that I stuck to my convictions on a couple of issues and that like I really used coping skills I've learned recently. Like I, I had a, I'd say a pattern in my life for a long time where I was reacting probably from like that 16 to 22 year old self. Yeah. And then I think, you know, what, what I really try to make a goal, you know, this week as well as like this year was to be, all right, mate, you're a grown up. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you need to act more like a grown up. So I, I think, you know, with one, one, you know, a couple of days left still in this week, like I'm proud of that. Um, I'm proud of our interview with the sheriff. I'm proud of us, our content. How about you? Um, I'm happy. I'm I'm really happy at my uh, Friday self. I feel great. Um, we accomplished a lot. I think my Friday self is just happy for all the work we put in this week. Um, next week is going to be big. We got some really good interviews um, lined up for next month, uh, next week. And then also, um, I've got a whole lot of. Uh, I mean, we got things cooking. Things are in the work. So we got a a really dynamic uh, round of interviews. A lot of new people to talk to. And we're going to be um, doing new things. You know what I'm saying? Looking to get our videos uh, production started. It's all coming together. That's right. You know, and that's the thing. And to, to you know, I, I look forward to, you know, being a part of it or, or listening to, you know, this Chicago fascist movement and see what they have to say. You know, right. the anti-fascist movement. I think it's going to be an interesting, uh, I think it'll be an interesting conversation. And then I think yeah. it'll be interesting to see the reactions, right? You know, it's like, you, you sometimes, like, I, I notice some people, when you talk to them, and they get super heightened, and they're getting angry, and then they start getting defensive. And it's like, well, okay, let's see. So, we won't assume, but I do look forward to that. Yeah, the thing about that, uh, some, of the, some of the groups, I'm going to say some, some of the anti-fascist groups, though, I think that they... Like, I, I don't think that they, you know, I think sometimes that their, their angst clouds a lot of their message. Like, the thing, that's the thing about being, like, on the left, like, you know, me. 
I mean, it's life and I love it. But the thing that's crazy is like, you know, some of my friends, like, all right, let me put it to you this way. There's, I feel, a large number of people who see no benefit or nothing good at all from the fact that a sheriff would sit down and have a conversation with brothers like us. Like, they just have no, you know, like, to them, that's treason, you know? And it's like, but all they have is writing fuck 12 under his post. Like, that's it? Like, that's just not tough. I'm just not feeling that. And I think that that's one of the things that, like, a lot of these, and I say the anti-fascist groups specifically, like, that's what a lot of them don't, like, they, they have no desire for engagement, which is fine if that's the goals of your organization but i think that that is i see that that's just a waste of, to me it's just a waste of time it's not getting no work done you feel me like i like making sausage you dig like i'm willing like I'm, i like getting my hands dirty right yeah well and i think that that's like kind of the, the sitch the situation is it's like you kind of just ask well, all right well who funds you you know that's where you kind of find out because that's the problem and i think like going through like um you know, great people who spark change in history, like in, in their warnings and things like that, where, you know, you kind of look at, you know, who, all right, well, who's funding you? Like, who, who is making these things happen? Like, who's bailing people out and getting caught breaking windows and, you know, doing these things? Like, who are these people? Like, I can't tell you how many videos were, like, these young white kids spray painting and defacing property. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you know, like, wh- what are you guys doing? Like, are you, are someone put you up to this? Like, or do you really feel that way? Because you should know, if you're this woke, you should know how this narrative is going to play out in the, in the media, that they're going to blame the wrong people for these types of actions. You know what I mean? Like, so, I don't know. It's just, it's, I I don't know another way besides, con- like, conversing with people who would just be like, oh, it's 7.30 in the morning. Like, I'm just going to write, like, a 12 on there from a TV show. Yeah, that was so... <laughs> It was so janky, right? Like, it was so... It was just... It was the weakness of it that got me. Like, I woke up and it just made me, like... I had to take, like, another shower. I was like, that's the weakest shit I've ever seen. Like, they wrote... Because all of the posts on their page are, like... You know, they're, like, stand with, you know, solidarity with this. And brown lives matter this. And fucking... Our skin color is not your movie. And fucking... But, you know, and, and then there is, like I said, and, and everyone deserves their, you know, their chance to speak. And the problem is sometimes, and I'm thankful, like, I really don't have this because, like, the bubble was burst a long time ago. Like, you know, my innocence was gone many, many years ago. But a lot of times, like, people look up to these groups or these politicians. Like, when the real shit that comes out in these next, you know, little bit, when these emails get dropped and they're already out there. You know, and, and more of these things start to happen and, and more bubbles start bursting around the country. I'm like, oh, my God, things aren't as they seem like I've been, been lied to and things like that. But that people will protect that. It seems people will protect their bubble, you know, at any point. So the fact that there was positive movement and a conversation between you and I and that sheriff threatens that throw over the government at all costs and no question because that means that that violence and that movement behind just breaking shit 
that there's another way. And if you've dedicated time, money, social media time into one thing, and then there's someone's like, oh, damn, there's another way, what's the first thing you'll do? Shit on it. Right. Well, I feel that. I mean, um, I, I do want to... At least they feel something, though. Like Kanye says, like, you may feel a way about K, but at least y'all feel something. I mean, at least we did something that they, that they could comment on. Kanye West is a Trump supporter. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not really like, I mean, that's, that's, that's a true rap he said, but like, I'm like done with Kanye, you know, I'm, I'm just, no, I can't. Well, he's going to do, he's going to, he's, he's super Sun Tzu, like, that's why he likes Trump, like, he's super, he, that's why he likes Trump, like, he's super Sun Tzu, like, Art of War, like, I, I bet he can recite that shit, like, you know, and it's the same playbook that Trump plays, like, you know, they use, they, they literally use the Art of War, like. You know, and that's how this whole, I mean, that's when it starts to, from like a, you know, like a 25,000 foot perspective, like, you know, you see like, oh, like they're, they're just copying a, you know, this, you know, conquering thing that's worked through, you know, thousands and thousands of years. And you're just like, okay. You know, <laughs> as a person, I don't know, as a person who's read that book, it doesn't seem to me like any of the knowledge in that book is being applied to anything in this administration. I mean, this is the, the art of war has a, uh, I think my favorite chapter is the one where they talk about setting up, um, like setting up defenses or something like that. Anyway, it just doesn't, it looks like, oh, yeah. it looks like they're reading like one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish or some shit and not art of war. Like they eating glue over there. I don't know what the fuck they doing. You know, you saw your boy, you, they had the rally, right? And they made people sign a waiver that said, if you get COVID-19 at the rally, you won't sue the campaign. Now, this is the, this is the same campaign that said it was all a hoax and it was going to go away in April. I mean, this is it's like, these niggas are sniffing markers over there. Like, I don't see it. Like, I don't, they're eating crayons over there, yo, like, but anyway, um, uh, let me get back on track here. Hey, listen, this is something that I want to, I want to ask you about, and it's very serious. All right. What do you think is the, uh, how old are your, your children, if you don't mind me asking? Okay. Right. Uh, my son is seven. He's going to be eight next month coming up here. Um, in your opinion, as a parent, what is the lesson that our kids are a little bit too young to co- properly comprehend things, but what is the lesson that we can gain from this moment in time? to let our kids know about everything in the future. Like what are we learning as parents that we are going to that's going to stick with us and we'll be able to instill that in our children. That you know you you sometimes do get, you know, each generation kind of gets one shot to get it right. You know, you kind of you know, you get one chance. You know, we saw in, you know, our parents age group and you know in civil rights and things that that happened from like dealing with each other um and there was a lot of good things that happened but 
look where we're still at today and the conversations that we're having so that, you know, I think you made a really good point is starting to blur, blur the labels a bit, like from a chamber of commerce standpoint, um, you know, where we have to see that, I mean, every opinion matters and it goes back to that parable in the Bible of like with a hundred sheep and, you know, one of the sheep goes astray and, you know, in the story, Jesus leaves the 99 to go after the one. Right. Right. You know what I'm talking about? So I think like if that, if that, um, parable wasn't kind of the whole, I don't know, you know, building block on what we're seeing here, that it's like we, that's, that's the lesson to, to, to have to instill. Like I have to look at, you know, I had a reprimand my son the other day. He, he did something that he wasn't supposed to do, and he was mean to a friend. And I just looked at him, and I and I had to explain to him. I'm like, son, like, you know, we, you know, a hall boy, whatever you want, you know, you know, a, a good man is someone that, you know, people go to if they need help or they need advice or they need something, not someone to tear them down. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, Sam, I'm like, you know, there's enough things you're gonna learn in life and, and people that you're gonna go involved with. That are going to try to tear you down, like without you even realizing. You think these people are your friends, and, and, and there's going to be people like that, and that's why we can't go certain places. Why we're having to wear masks? Why we have to do these things? So, I mean, I think the lesson is that also we still are learning, right? Like, as even though we're adults, we thought our parents like knew it all, and now that we're in that boat, it's like, oh shit, like, right? You know, like, I don't know if I, you know what I mean? So. I mean, I think that's a good start to that question, you know, to answering that question. You know, how about how about you? Um, I think that for me as a parent, one of the things that um, I'm focused on the most is trying to moderate life and the message that my son gets as best I possibly can. So, for example, like, you know, we don't watch, you know, I love, I'm a news and politics junkie, so... Like, I keep the news on all the time, but, like, when my son's around, I put headphones on and, like, watch it on my iPad or something. You know what I'm saying? I let him, I let him dominate whatever he wants when we, I mean, when we are inside chilling and, like, just having chill time and not, like, working on, like, homework or lessons or something like that. Like, I let him dominate what he wants because at one point in time, I'll be honest with you, at one point in time, like... I'd let him play on his iPad or something, do it every once, and I got like you know a boring political speech in the background, you know, like George Will, the 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 you know the conservative manifesto or something. I mean, it's it's literally a little bit of humor, politics mixed in there, but it's got a lot of knowledge. It's not profanity, and it's nothing that. I mean, it's so boring he's not even paying attention to it, you know. Right. Um, right. But now I can't do that because you literally have interjections of. Racial violence is at this, and black this, and white that, and Confederate flag white lady is going crazy, if you saw that video. Um, And um, it's just so so audio, you know, it's it's just so audibly negative that I can't do that anymore. So I, I let him, to answer the question, though, I'm trying to tailor the message as best I can to, like, drown out as much ugliness as possible and just try to present like just a decent life. I mean, there's, there's so much shit going on and my son is woke as fuck, but there's so much shit going on that like, I don't even want to, we're going to wade into that. You feel me? 
we'll wade into it. So I'm I'm trying to like I'm trying to maintain a a good balance because I don't want to hit him with the heavy shit yet. I I like my son to remain a kid who still believes that life is all nice for as long as possible. Right. And that's I think like okay because there's gonna be if yeah. not, you know. Right. Like they really are like they're gonna be hit with like you know, this is this is going to be a part. I mean, the whole way that they're going to go to school change. I mean, the world's changing. I mean, it is. I mean, I don't know what direction necessarily it's, it's all going to go or what the end goal is. But I tell you one thing that's going to be kind of cool to look back on is, just, you know, going back into our log here, you know, in, in the seasons, you know, and then, after, you know, in a year from now, kind of look back at our early conversations to see, you know, where things have progressed and like how – you know, that voice, because what we're doing now, I don't care if one person listens to this, Curtis, or a thousand people listen to this, like, I think there's value in this vibration that we're putting out, and this, like, collective, you know, mindset to, like, respect each other's opinions and talk about it, and then to, to bring other people into these conversations, like, I think there's value there, you know, and I think that, you know, just from a personal standpoint, like, for the greater collective, like, that's fine, but one thing that we're going to show you know, our kids, and if we're showing our kids, and I've said to family members now, where it's like, y'all want to sit here and be about it, like, jump on the show, listen to what we're talking about, like, this isn't, we're not sitting on our hands here, and we're not asking for money, we're not asking for things, you know, we're, we're, we're saying, like, look, you're upset, I'm upset, the world is upset, right, this is a way, fuck it, here you go, here it is, you know what I mean, and then, you know, that's why it'll keep going, and of course, we have our, our, our stuff we have to do with, but like, I think that's our you know, always our, our thing to say, hey, you know what? There are things that you can do that won't get you in trouble, but you can you can affect change. Right. You know? And it's like, hey, you know what I mean? Like the, the that group that commented, you know, if it wasn't for, and that's where it brought me to that county line, like, you know, where where that group is and where that sheriff is, like those two never would have touched. And listening to the sheriff and what his actual goals is, is that anger and that angst that those people are going through he's implementing things to make that better and admitting the fault. See, that's what, that's where he was like different than most of these people out there. Like he said, yep, it's rigged. Sorry. Right. Come see me. Um, <laughs> hey, right. You know. uh, the time is now eight thirty-one AM. We are going to wrap it up for the day, but, um, this was a very good, strong end of the week for us here. Good morning, Aurora. Stay tuned for next week. We've got a great, calendar of interviews coming up for you guys um i'll give y'all one little one little hinty hint downtown aurora that's all i gotta say about that uh anyway it is friday thank you big sal hope that you have a good rest of the day and from us at gremlin studios and the staff nte nickel mode and all that behind the board shout out to the homies uh shout out Olivia Parts Music, shout out Mirabelle Skipworth, shout out uh, everybody the whole squad we deep man it's like it's the it's the coalition, baby. It's the coalition. I keep telling y'all. I, love that. I keep telling y'all it's the coalition. This is it's the army, man. We can't stop it. Good morning, Aurora. I thought you knew. Changing it. Aurora's very first daily news podcast for local news, art, culture, interviews, the whole shebang. So anyway, real podcast. Ain't gotta say too much. We out. Peace.